0: erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of
1: a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine. coming January 2nd wherever podcasts are available. You're listening
0: to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Oh, no, that was lunch, bitch. Ooh, lunch, bitch. <laughs> Mama burger and a DC for lunch. Mm-hmm. I love that for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hello. What'd you have for lunch? Hi.
1: Oh, you know me. Uh, my weekday Carrots? lunches are carrot sticks and cucumbers tuna. with a tuna, and yep. just like a whatever fruit you know was on sale that week.
0: Nice. That's yeah. wonderful. That's really great. You don't even put any <laughs> mayo in your tuna to make it exciting.
1: I, there's there's olive oil in it
0: it's like a I'll salt taste no i still put mayonnaise in that olive oil tuna mm. oh okay okay mm. okay. just I'm, to make it i sweet. don't know about that i That's
1: don't sweet know sweet. about that and like i'm not somebody who's like you know some people hate the mayonnaise other people love the mayonnaise
0: i'm, I'm just i would man. say i'm like a seven on the mayonnaise scale i'm not a mm-hmm. justin but i'm not a hater <laughs> Right. I yeah. will eat mayonnaise okay. with my French fries. That's pretty. Extreme, okay. I I
1: maybe I'm a six then. If you are at the fry mayo with fries, mm. I'm below that. One below that.
0: Mm. You're missing out. You're missing out. I don't
1: think I am because I have tried it and it's just not for me.
0: <laughs> have you tried it with gravy though? Mayonnaise and gravy.
1: Oh, I don't think I've done that. No,
0: that's real good. The best one to do it with is the KFC gravy. <laughs> anyway, how are you? Uh, we don't
1: have a KFC anymore. But anyways, yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, um, yeah. RIP. I wonder what's coming in. You think you'll get that Taco Bell? No. Sweet, sweet TB. What else is going to go there? Just an empty building for 17 years. Maybe another methadone clinic.
1: Literally, it is sounds right if you do know mm. exactly where I live it would <laughs> make sense
0: dang, bang, dang, bang. Yeah, all right fun. what up with you what's new what you reading what you doing oh I'm reading The Pilot's Wife which oh. is a book that um Linda recommended to me and I'm at the beginning and it's very heavy right now but written really well because like you're feeling everything that she's feeling and that's like mm-hmm. you know that's when it's written well right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then this book i don't have a third yet
1: no third book yet
0: wow no audiobook what about you what are you reading with your peepers or with your my elopes? peepers
1: um with my ears i'm reading um oh i finished now is not the time to panic. Oh! And honestly. I um, loved it. There was a chapter in there where she's talking about, or the it's written by a male, but the main character is a female. Um, oh. Yes, but I feel like he did a good job of did, understanding what a teenage girl, anyways, and sh- they were describing how you find like, I guess I was more into an alternative music, like punk and metal. And they described the feeling when you're like finding out about that in a small town and then you're thinking about all the things you need to catch up on and like all these people in the city have like so much access to all these amazing bands and all mm-hmm. this stuff and they and I was just like oh my god I went back and listened to that chapter like five times I was like oh, oh my gosh it. it got me right in the heart and it then she said things it, it was like that. And then she then also described how then she got into reading so much because it ends up that she's a writer. It grows Aww. up to be a writer. And then she talks about how the same thing with books, how she would just literally read anything and just to get more reading. And I'm like,
0: that's cool. It's
1: in my heart. That's me. In
0: what, my did heart, you, in my soul. what did you read it?
1: I gave it a five because I was like oh, I'm listening. I, like, I felt it right in my heart and my soul. That's good.
0: Maybe I'll have to give it a listen. Maybe that'll be my next listen.
1: Yeah. And then I started listening to Still Mine by Amy Stewart. Ooh. Is it a romance?
0: Does it have one of those covers?
1: Uh, no, I think it might be um, by the cover. I think it looks like uh, more like a domestic thriller. Like it has oh. the misty trees and then like the block letter kerned out.
0: I see it. Yeah. Oh, that's almost yeah. got like a Frederick Bachman vibe to it. Oh, when I see it up close, maybe not.
1: It kind of <laughs> reminds me of, like, local woman missing. It mm-hmm, was, like, foggy mm-hmm, trees, mm-hmm, misty mm-hmm, trees with, like, mm-hmm. kerned-out lettering. And,
0: like, a, like a hand-drawn, like, a brush stroke. Yeah. Mm. I hear
1: you. Mm. I know, no, hear the you. cover that I have is, like, block letters. Weird. Anyways, whatever.
0: Okay. Oh, I see it now. Yes, this is very much woman missing or whatever you said.
1: But other I than that... that nothing absolutely zilch not a, i need to fucking finish local fucking lost girls fucking you're still getting
0: get it out of my face get it how out much do face. you have to go how much is left? i think
1: there's 50 pages left oh
0: like you've just gone too far done. to abandon it's it it's too far
1: i just gotta I get you. the fucking book done fuck
0: oh, sorry about that <laughs> at least you could give it a one star and feel like i'm literally your-
1: giving it a one i'm like i already know it's so gonna be a one it's like a one. Like it was
0: all worth something. You're like, I give it a one star.
1: Thumbs down.
0: I started listening to a podcast. Tell me about this podcast. But I'm curious if you've heard it. It's called Devil in the Dorm. And it's about no. a dad who moves in with his <gasps> daughter. I heard about
1: the story.
0: And it turns into no. like a cult
1: yes but no i
0: had to turn i had to stop listening because i was like so i just can't believe that this shit happens like i genuinely i was i how many episodes in was i Uh, i feel like i was like oh yeah here we go i was only on the second episode all right i was only on the second episode and i had to like abandon it deanna goodbye it made me feel uncomfortable, which is hard because I love true crime, but it was just like, well, he, he no, honestly, know. the guy was, uh, he made like a tourniquet out of saran wrap oh, and put no. it around this kid's balls. And was Mm. everyone there was watching and nobody said anything. And he was like, it just was, I was like, this is Mm -mm. not okay. Like, how Mm -mm. is that? How did this happen? Mm
1: -mm. No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. If somebody tries to castrate somebody,
0: please say, speak up and say something. (laughs) If any... If anything involves somebody taking their clothes off and it's questionable, mm-hmm. just red say flag. something. Yeah, red flag. <laughs> like you don't need to take your clothes off for anything, mm-hmm. unless mm-hmm. you're getting sexy. But even still, you I really mean, don't need to take your clothes off.
1: This is true. This is true. <laughs>
0: so you can do whatever off. you feel comfortable <laughs> with. Honestly, you can, you don't you don't have to look at the person. That's why glory holes exist. You can just do this... through a wall if you want.
1: <laughs> What's this hole? Where does this go? <laughs>
0: oh my eyes!
1: <laughs> oh dear okay why is
0: there icing coming out of this hole why is no, there too- vegan cream cheese melted too, far, of- too far too far <laughs> Yuck. anyway
1: okay well i've got two new babes segue
0: tell us about
1: them Um, hello to Nancy and Victoria.
0: Welcome aboard. Toot toot.
1: All aboard.
0: Babes are us. (laughs) Welcome to the Foot Club, babes. One foot pick is your admission.
1: (laughs) And I will sell it and make all the money. Thank you. Goodbye. all the
0: money. Thank you. Bye. Cool.
1: Okay, should we talk about this book? Ding, ding, (laughs) ding,
0: (laughs) ding. All right, so we are reading The Thursday Murder Club. As you know, we are on week D, and we're reading chapters twenty nine to 66. sixty six, sixty fifty five. Sixty six. <laughs> it was almost fifty five. So but like close, up, you know. So close. And this week, I start. Um, I and was we- just at the optometrist, and they put those like droppos mm. in my eyes, and I'm having a little struggle scene, So if I have to speak again it's just because i can't read my notes
1: (laughs) i can confirm her pupils are out of this world
0: that was the first thing you said i can't i can't see them that's how much you need to take a picture
1: you need to take a picture of them true
0: i'm gonna do that right now oh wow they are big okay Okay. all right so chapter 29 Mm -hmm. chris was wrong and donna was right about what Mm -hmm. well Chris is currently sitting in a two-seater with Ibrahim and Joyce. <laughs> it turns out that Elizabeth does not take no for an answer. <laughs> Ner nerps around her. <laughs> I love that. I love Elizabeth, by the way. Me too. So sweet. I'm obsessed. Um, uh, Chris is a little jealous because Donna has a wonderful chair all to herself. And she even has a side <laughs> table for her tea, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's got lots of elbow room.
0: Lots of she's like, room. she's back, good to go. She's chilling. not going to spill her
1: tea. Mm-hmm. She's
0: like, she's, she's feeling good. So Chris decides oh, that God. he needs to stay put because he doesn't want to be rude. But Chris does not know that this is all part of the plan. So Joyce offers Chris cake and she insists Um, and then she kind of like puts it on the edge of his teacup so he can't drink his tea and he's just stuck in this awkward position of holding tea between two grown men on a love seat, which I just love. (laughs) Three men, he's, and we, we've heard that Chris is overweight too. So yes, he's a bigger man. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) The most uncomfortable Mm -hmm. experience. Um, and then all of the group starts inundating him with questions, which was the easiest way to put it. They're all just asking him random shit about the whatever, this, that, the investigation. He notices that Ron seems much less confused as he was the other day. <laughs> oh, love it. Um, we find out that Jason is 10 minutes away, so they're going to kind of wait for him to show. Now Elizabeth is pouring wine and they're all talking about books and CSI and Elizabeth suddenly points out that Chris looks uncomfortable. (laughs) He's probably like, no shit. Um, Um, They insist that he change his seat and tell them everything he knows about the case and Donna just does a shrug. (laughs) She knew it was coming, right? Yeah.
1: My first note of this whole thing of my whole note taking this week is is it the priest question mark exclamation mark it okay might be. Mm-hmm. father Mackey. father mackie is it you okay so the priest was hoping that tony's death would have put a stop to things going ahead with the cemetery so now he's saying time for plan B which is suspect interesting so he's at the garden of eternal rest and it sounds beautiful I would Mm -hmm. like to go and see it myself Mm -hmm. um we know that there's about 200 graves there um and the earliest grave being 1874 and the last grave was 2005 um and There was this little quote, I don't think I wrote it down verbatim, but it was um, along the lines of so much has changed, yet so much has stayed the same in that area, which Mm -hmm. makes sense.
0: Mm -hmm. How do you Uh, feel about relocating cemeteries just on like a personal level? leave a no from leave you dog be. yeah it's a no from
1: me dog <laughs> just leave them be
0: yeah I feel like if there's not a genuine reason like if if for whatever reason the like land changed and it turned into swamp and like the bones were coming up I feel like that would probably be a good reason yeah, to, like maybe that relocate, would be grounds for
1: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: but like if everything is like good to go and Kosher, they just want yeah. to development i'm not down for that just build around no.
1: it bitch <laughs> yeah leave the nuns be yeah let, let them sleep them, let them have their rest in a, a, the eternal rest
0: eternal, their eternal garden rest. of
1: ter, of eternal rest. um okay so the pre or father mackey is wondering what he can do to try and put another wrench or spoke through the wheel or stick through the spokes um stick in the spoke sticking the spokes and he's on his way back down and he notices a man in a full suit and he's enjoying the same view as father mackie which he finds peculiar but he keeps going and he's sitting there with a newspaper i don't know if the newspaper is relevant
0: chris has a new chair now and he feels like the king of the world and king I'm in the like, castle,
1: king in the castle, king in the I'm castle. I'm literally like,
0: how naive is this fucking guy? Like, how does he not see what's happening? He's a
1: detective.
0: Hello. He's a detective. So he's telling the group about how the house, Tony's house, was wired up with security cameras, but that they weren't working at the time of the murder. Classic. Um, they're asking if they have any suspects, and he says he can't answer that um he says that they have persons of interest though so then elizabeth mentions that there is someone other than ian then question mark um elizabeth offers chris a binder full of financials on ian to look through and he doesn't even he's like where did you get this and she's like nah. Nana. Nanya. nanya 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 biz, yes nanya i just from nanya um, and Donna says that she will go through this binder, some nighttime reading, and finally, Jason has a arrived. Enter Jason. All right. You, So, Jason.
1: Chris asks for a photo with Jason. He's like, I'm starstruck, quote unquote. But he wants this picture outside, which is interesting.
0: What does he want this pic for? I still haven't figured that out.
1: I think it was to try and get him away from... Everybody else and oh like that was talk. the only reason why, yeah, like question mm-hmm. him privately instead of in front of like his dad and right. everybody else right. to give them more information, maybe I don't know, but maybe there's something else, um <clears throat> so he Chris is thinking that the meeting wasn't all for naught um because he gets to speak with Jason face to face, which is great, um. Ba-ba-ba-ba. He also got to talk with Ron and Joyce about the row that they witnessed between um, t- Tony and Ian, but obviously they were too far away to tell him like what the fight was about.
0: I um, wish you were a lip reader so that you could just be like, "I know what everyone's talking about right now." Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I can read your lips. It says "elephant shoe." So, Chris. And Donna realized that they need to be a bit more careful because of Ron and Jason's fame, in case the photo is um, just like a red herring, essentially. So they don't want to put like any... too much stock into it essentially so we find out that jason's boxing career was from about the 1980s to 1999 and we find out that his manager had misused his money and a lot of it is tied up in like i don't know some country (laughs) and um in the years after chris and donna Oh, sorry, the years after all of this, like after 1999, when he has like no money, is what Chris and Donna are interested in. And, um, I guess he's like <clears throat> trying to get into movies and film, and we find out he's like on those celebrity shows, so like trying to get some quick cash. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but he has this, um, weird catchphrase even jason does which makes him sound like just really lame what is it again i duck and i dive and i always survive yeah that was lame lame. (laughs) so like he was saying that while he was like posing with chris and everything like that chris then confronts him chris then confronts him jason about tony and said like you must have known him from around here like coming to visit your dad you must have known him and he's like, yeah, a bit, but not really. I th- I feel like he had plenty of enemies, though. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trying to throw him off the scent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Donna is like, mm, I think you know him better than you suggest you do. He, of course, is trying to say no, no, no. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the Black Bridge Bar 20 years ago? You had no dealings with him back then? Hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like trying to say like, I better get back to my dad. I better get hmm. back to my dad. And he's like, "Don is like, well, I seem to remember like there's a photo of you and Tony and Bobby who we haven't ever been able to find P.S. Um, I and got a theory. Of- okay. I'll Do you tell you later. Okay. Sorry. Okay. And a boatload <laughs> of cash. And, he, and they're like, so you're telling me it wasn't you. You've never done any dealing. He's like, no, nope, wasn't me. Even though I'm in this picture, I have nothing
0: to do with it. <laughs> that ain't me. That ain't right. So
1: <laughs> free <obviously> to go. <laughs> free to go. That ain't right. You're free to go. Um, They're obviously wondering where Bobby is. Try to confront him about that. And he's just like, bye. See you later. But before he leaves, Jason's trying to scam on Donna a little bit. And for her number, and it's like, here, give me your number to send. I want to see that photo or whatever. But Donna knows that he's clearly trying to get her number. Um, and then they both uh, agree that they um, that Jason is definitely lying about knowing Tony. Um, and then enter Elizabeth and Joyce back in, and they're all like, "Y'all come back now. You hear? Don't be strangers. Come back for some tea and biscuits."
0: some tea and biscuits, some wine and cake. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Also, because she refuses to give him her number, Mm -hmm. he gives her Mm -hmm. his number. His number.
1: Yes. Yes. Go Mm -hmm. Donna!
0: Yes! All right. So, Elizabeth went over to Willow's to be with Penny while she gets her hair done every... This is something she does every week, which is very sweet. Mm -hmm. Anthony is the hairdresser and he just seems like wonderful. Um, I wrote down a quote here because Anthony won't let Elizabeth pay to get to do Penny's hair. He just comes over and does it for her, which is just like my heart. Mm-hmm. And this quote it from Elizabeth is one day if Anthony ever gets into any sort of trouble or ever needs help, he will discover how grateful Elizabeth is for his kindness, which mm-hmm. I felt like really showed Elizabeth's past somehow. Like she's yes. got all these like weird connections, connections. Yeah. Yeah. especially that first part where if he ever gets in any sort of trouble,
1: red hmm. herring or hmm. is he involved?
0: Hmm. Oh no, I wasn't seeing it like that. I was seeing oh. it as like she's got ties. She's got ties. Yes, to help she him does. Out.
1: Oh yeah, she does. Yeah.
0: So Anthony and Elizabeth are spitballing ideas about you know the murder. Um, Anthony thinks it was the mob. He asks Elizabeth if she's ever killed someone, and she's like, I don't know. And he's like, mm. LOL. <laughs> that was no, a weird exchange. No big deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, Elizabeth tells Penny about how she noticed that the police took Jason out for a photo. She's wondering why. She's wondering maybe it wasn't Ian. Where was he? Does the timing even match up? And she's saying this all out loud to Penny. However, Penny's husband John is there like he usually is. And he interrupts Elizabeth and asks her if she's ever watched escape to the country. And she's like, no. And he starts telling her about it. And she's like, John, I know you and you don't really speak unless it's important. So what are you getting at here? spit it out yeah (laughs) right and he tells her that after he had finished watching an episode he saw ian driving by outside and that he knows because it was escapes of the country that that show finishes exactly at three on the dot so if she knew what time tony had been killed wouldn't that be helpful and elizabeth is like hell yeah i just need to send a text
1: squeeze me pardon me hold on a minute hold the phone hold the phone okay so then donna's getting ready to go out on a date and she gets a notification and she's like elizabeth already i literally just left there what the fuck and (laughs) all the text message says is what time was tony killed
0: oh i loved this exchange it was so funny. (laughs)
1: Yes, Donna's like, um, maybe hello first and like, thank you and goodbye. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so Elizabeth- She said like a little,
0: she said, um, hello, a little gossip and end it with a X. X, yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) So then Elizabeth rewords her text and says, how are you? Mary has a great, a new great, great granddaughter. I think she, I think the wife is having an affair. What time was Tony killed? X. X. (laughs) I love that. Um so then of course Donna right responds with sorry, I can't tell you that. And Elizabeth responds with an L O L. And um then of course Donna responds with a WTF. <laughs> How is this funny? <laughs> um and then of uh, we find out that Uh, elizabeth just recently found out what lol meant and she's wondering what wtf means and she's wondering if it stands for the warsaw transit (laughs) facility because that was shut down in 1981 when the russians started poking around so she's got russian ties here Mm yeah spy bye. she's been
0: she's been spending she had been spending time in um germany as well Mm
1: mm-hmm 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 yeah so then of course there's a pretty please from Elizabeth, not the those words exactly. Um, and then Donna's wondering what the harm is in telling Elizabeth the time that he died. So then Donna tells Elizabeth that Tony died at 332, according to his bit of fits.
0: Oh, okay, I fit that fitter bitter.
1: That fit or bitter. And then of course Elizabeth says, what's a fit bit?
0: <laughs> what is a fitbit let's be real yeah, fitbit who? apple watch hell yeah who does tells you the
1: time let's see your fitbit do that except i think they do right? <laughs> i don't know what is yes, it they do
0: but okay. i don't i mean some of them are fancy i don't know okay anyway okay we got a joyce chapter <laughs> we got a joyce chapter so joyce is writing about how the day went with chris and donna Elizabeth had assured Joyce that Joanna's name wasn't anywhere near the binder, which helps with, quote, plausible deniability, which was a new one for Joyce. She's like, can you repeat that just so I can write it down real quick? (laughs) Um, And because of that, Elizabeth finds out about the diary that Joyce is keeping and she rolls her eyes. She's also like, have you mentioned my name? And Joyce is like, oh, yes. (laughs) Which is funny because, like, you shouldn't really record what like no probably not a good idea elizabeth is
1: probably like must remove my name from documents
0: (laughs) (laughs) or like must find diary like yeah yeah choice not as smart as i thought (laughs) (laughs) um okay so she feels that the reader of this diary must think she is murder obsessed so she talks a bit about elizabeth and she suspects that something isn't right with her and Stephen. so i thought that that was interesting in the way that joyce is also perceptive which we've been seeing but mm-hmm. like like elizabeth is right like she's picking yes. up on little things yeah she talks about some cooper's chase gossip and she signs off saying that elizabeth has texted her and they are off on an adventure tomorrow Bye, bye. man! bye.
1: Got to get some rest. Um, got to get some adventure. It's interesting because Elizabeth is very analytical about things, and Joyce almost sees like the human side, the human interaction, like that man who was <gasps> gay. Hey, and then yes. she's picking up that there's something going on with Stephen.
0: True. Kind of thing, like more like the
1: human aspect. Anyways, yeah. Okay. Whereas Donna, that. or whereas Elizabeth is like, okay, uh, the I know this is the details. I know how mm-hmm. to get this and manipulate this and pull mm-hmm. this to get that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. True. So Donna is in bed at 9.45 after a flop of a date. Dang. Mm-hmm, that sucks. She is in bed thinking where her ex Carl might be right now. Oh
0: yeah. Fucking Carl. Yeah, that sounds oh, like a Carl,
1: a Um, she's wondering if it was a mistake to just, like, pick up and leave and go so far away Um, cause she was trying to get away from Carl and that's how she ended up in Fairhaven. So we find out how she ends up there, but she does say that the Thursday murder club is the best thing that has happened to her in a long time. Well, that and Tony's murder. (laughs) (laughs) So then she's like, I better take a, like a, a little selfie, do like a little, like, I'm good. Like, I don't need you. Little selfie IG flex. And then we find out that she's in bed because she's in bed, if you know what I mean, with her date. It was just a flop. But she got what she needed out of it.
0: But it wasn't a flop where it mattered.
1: Exactly. It she was got erect. What she needed. It was erect. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's also... Uh, at the end of that chapter, she's wondering if it's too late to text Chris or Elizabeth to talk more about the case.
0: (laughs) Her mind is a-going. So, Donna calls Elizabeth! (laughs) Uh, Donna tells her that it's all fairly complicated about the binder, and Elizabeth pretty much says, that was the plan. (laughs) She's like, I didn't really want you to be able to read it on your own, because I already know what's going on in there. Mm -hmm. Um she also kind of asks how they came about the documents after she's looked at them and elizabeth explains how lucky they were that ron found these documents quote in a skip which is a word that i do not know what that means but i assumed it was like a ditch
1: yes the skip is um i think is a recycling center or like a, a like a bin the bin. Okay,
0: yes. So she found it in Ron found them in a bin. <laughs> That's what Elizabeth is saying. How lucky. So Elizabeth tells Donna two things that she learned from the documents. One, Tony owned 25% of Cooper's Chase. Two, Tony was not a partner in the new company that Ian is using. Ian signed the papers cutting Tony out of the deal the day before the murder. And Tony only found out that day of the murder, so it does look a little sus. It that looks that's a little planned.
1: Not looking good for Ian. No. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Oh, and also, all of Tony's shares have all reverted to Ian, so that's also good to know. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> he made some money when he died. He made oh, some money.
0: Right, right. Yes. Ooh, yeah. do not Um. Good, yeah. So Donna tells Elizabeth that it's cute. She keeps calling Joanna "quote their expert." Um And Elizabeth tells Donna she wants to introduce her to her friend Penny when she's over next. So they're making like mm-hmm. a little like a cute little friendship that's like mm-hmm. they're constantly like sidestepping each other. Mm-hmm. But like still main. It's very interesting. Yes. And I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It's like they both respect that the other person knows what they're doing and like that they need the other person, but they don't want to say it. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Okay, so. The four of them are off in Ron's car with Ibrahim driving, and he's only going 29 miles per hour, which sucks. I looked this
0: up. Uh, 27.5 miles per hour is 44.25 kilometers per hour. That's too slow. It's too slow. That's that's, that's school zone driving, baby. Come on. It's a school zone everywhere.
1: No, 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 no. So... There was a bit of a fight. Um, Of course, Elizabeth still has her valid tank license. But in the end, the only one who could work the GPS was Ibrahim. So he was the one who was volunteered or not volunteered was the one who took over the driving. Um, Of course, he though says, of course, I could have plotted out the route, but he did want to go for a drive.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He wanted that adventure.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. So they're trying to figure out if Ian could have made it to Tony's house and in the time that he was going to die, now that Elizabeth knows the deets. um, And they're about to find out.
0: Okay chris has assembled his murder squad and is briefing them on the information from elizabeth and donna donna had gone to his house at 11 p.m after she chatted with elizabeth and they discussed the file and then they also watched the first episode of the next season of narcos together and they also shared a bottle of wine so they are connecting (laughs) they
1: are connecting
0: Donna gets a text from Elizabeth. It says, quote, good luck at the briefing this morning. Love, Elizabeth. X. <laughs> I just love it. It's amazing. So I love much. it. Perfect. They've pulled the traffic cam footage to see what time Ian left Cooper's chase, but they aren't having any luck yet. Chris also wants to know where they're at with Bobby. He was in Amsterdam and did a runner, which I'm guessing is a deal like a butt smuggling deal or something a butt smuggling you know what i mean
1: what do you yeah. call it like a
0: mule like a mule, a mule? yeah <laughs> yeah um but that but, runner no, ended it's poorly. A butt, butt the butts the butt smuggler ended poorly um uh, because they're like you don't really wear a butt plug 24 7 sir that's not a thing oh this is a big old bag of heroin this ain't a butt oh. plug <laughs> oh shoot <sure. laughs> it just keeps coming sir are you a magician <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, but that ended poorly, and no one's heard from him since. So one of the team members oh has uncovered that on the morning of the murder, Tony received and ignored three phone calls from the same untraceable number. Ding, ding, ding! Now that's a lead. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth texts donna saying the thursday murder club is on a road trip if she has anything she'd like to share and also her sources saw chris buying donuts this morning (laughs) lol (laughs) okay bobby i've got a theory Mm -hmm. you know them bones
1: Mm, bobby bobby's bones
0: i think that might be bobby's bones the ones they found on top of the Mm -hmm. casket Mm -hmm. were you thinking Mm -hmm. the same thing hmm i was yes There are boobies bones there's
1: boobies bones and there's bones and there's boobies <laughs> boobies and the bones and the bones and the boobies boobies and all right bones. Oh, okay <laughs> we're with bernard which is interesting we haven't had his perspective yet and he's watching all of his friends leave Joyce seems to make everyone happy And he knows he's gone too far inside himself. um, And he's pretty much out of reach. He doesn't deserve to be saved. Interesting. But what he would give to be in the car with Joyce right now would be anything. So he does love her, but he's got something. He's got demons. There's something there. Or is it a red?
0: Red herring, or is another red herring? Could his wife be a murderer and he's like trying to cover up for his wife's murder? And maybe,
1: yeah, maybe they're maybe they're into stuff that wasn't good, maybe
0: they're like the butt stuff. <laughs> you never know you never know what people are into (laughs) like this is
1: true whatever you want to do i mean no shame but i was wondering if they were like the head of the drug cart like the drug running bernard maybe him and his wife maybe maybe they're like mafia or something i don't know bernard doesn't really seem like
0: bernard so Mm -hmm. like she might do something to help protect him Sure. Cause she made him that walnut coffee cake that sounded fucking great. Mm-hmm. You don't give just me like a, slice a walnut choice. coffee cake for anybody. No. no, you don't. All right. So they have arrived at Tony's, and it's taken them 37 minutes at an average speed of, like I said earlier, 27.5 miles per hour, which for our Canadian friends is 44.25 km per hour,
1: aka too I'm, slow,
0: aka real slow. <laughs> AKA if you're driving that speed, I'm going to be yelling behind you. We'll be doing the thumbs down behind you. Thumbs down. Actually, I'm more of a like hands up kind of gal when people are driving too slow. Like I'm like, what are you doing? That's what I'm doing. What are you doing? Um, Okay. So Ibrahim has prepared a detailed answer in regards to what this means for Ian and whether or not he could have been the killer. So it turns out Ian could have taken one of three routes. Ibrahim's done the math. He wants to explain this to everyone, but then Ron comes out of the bush from his pee-pee, and he says no math. Could he have done it? <laughs> Which I kind of love a Ron. Like, I love yes or no, and he's, yeah, and he's like wants to explain it, but at the same time, it's like yes or no, Ming? Yeah. Yeah. Or no. Yeah. Tell us the answer, and then give us the explanation. Like, that's yes. that's the yes. kind of situation I'm down for. <laughs>
1: Because then you can check out if you're not interested. You know the
0: answer. Exactly. Or you're even (laughs) more interested because you know the answer and you're like, tell me everything.
1: Facts. I'm just checking out. Tell me the answer and then I'm out. I've got (laughs) to use my mind capacity for something else.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like thinking about what I'm going to have for lunch.
1: (laughs) Truly. Mm. Mm. Okay. Ian is being pretentious on the treadmill this time. And he's wondering what he's going to do about Father Mackey and the cemetery. Now that Tony's gone, he can't like go and get him to have a little quote-unquote talk-into with the father. So he's just like he's listening to this like, audio book about like Richard Branson or how something like that. How to be like a douchebag. Yep. Yes. how to be more of a douchebag. So he's thinking like WWRBD, like what would Richard Branson do? And he then thinks what is stopping us from starting right this minute we've already got all the uh, go-aheads so let's get our act together and go let's
0: get get the good good
1: good. get the goods while it's going good
0: no that's not
1: it but i know what you're trying to say get
0: get get it while the good going's good. good yep
1: something like that
0: <laughs> get the goods while the going's getting good is getting good getting good okay <laughs> we meet someone <laughs> new well Woo! I think it's someone new that I hadn't heard of before um Edwin Elledge, El- Elledge? never heard of him Elledge Edwin's have, hardly newer well here is that Chantal meet Edwin Edwin meet Chantal let me tell you a little bit That's about it. him nice every to meet morning you. every morning he walks from 6 to six thirty a.m once, Elizabeth intercepted him, and it reminded her of East Germany. Mm-hmm. He says... She's been around. She's been around. He says, everywhere. No need. I've already checked. End quote. They don't have any info on Edwin, other than he was once a head teacher and a beekeeper. So first of all, what is this that he's already checked that we don't know about? And two, mm-hmm. why don't they know anything about him? Who's this guy? Mm-hmm. However... Ian's vehicle went first, and then the digger's, and this was not the vehicle that he was looking for, though. Question mark, question mark, question mark. What's going on here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. By 6.45, everyone knew, and they were wondering what could be done. Ron ends up confronting Bogdan at the gates and asks what he's doing. There is now a group of residents with him. Now Ian shows up. He tells Ron to make his speech like it's the 50s and then to get out of his way. Ugh, so rude. Get out of here, Ian. Um, Joyce and Bernard had slipped away, but now they return and they've got lawn chairs. It's a picnic yeah. party now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Set up Hell the picnic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, They all decide to make a time of it and someone gets a table and someone else gets some tea. And they're here now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Setting up camp. Get it while the Our... going's good. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. it. There you got it. We got it. We got there in the gets, end. Before the good gets going.
1: There you go. Okay. This is like a little recap on how everybody's doing at this point. And Ian is pretentiously going to bed because tomorrow's the big day. Ron has been enjoying the all the people listening to him talk again and talking to the police and shouting at Ian um, and he wonders though if he's missing something. Like, is he starting to slip in his mind? Which would be terrifying. Oh god, nope, don't want to talk about it. Okay. Um, we then go over to Ibrahim, and he is exercising his brain by learning all of the countries of the world and like reciting them. Of course, Elizabeth can't sleep. Because she's wondering if Stephen knows that he's, like, losing his mind, essentially. Yeah. And then she's also wondering if Penny can hear her or are they both already gone, which would be sad and I would not sleep either. Mm. Bernard is on the World Wide Web using his iPad that his daughter gifted him as a Christmas present when he had asked for slippers.
0: Oh, for crying um, out loud.
1: Mm-hmm. And Joyce was the one who showed him how to use it. And he's can't stop looking at the plans for the woodlands, which is interesting, considering where they're going to be. And then one by one, the lights in the village turn off, leaving only the hospital lights on because they're in the business of dying. Which is Pretty sad weird. and true. Seems, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true.
0: Okay, back to the action. There are now 20 chairs. The diggers are not getting past for a while now. Ian thinks they will all leave once the police arrive. And I wrote, LOL.
1: <laughs> LOL.
0: <laughs> Do you know who the police are? Okay, he says that with the t- amount of tax he hypothetically pays, which I was like, is this something we should be paying attention to? he thinks the police should be there soon to help loser
1: this was literally the shortest chapter ever but essentially oh, wait, ian yes, calls yes ian calls the police at 7 30 at 7 at seven thirty a.m but at 7 a.m father Mackey had gotten a call from maureen gad already so he's already on his way
0: Okay, Joyce and Elizabeth go to see Chris and Donna, who have arrived, and she takes Ron with her on the way. Or Ron just ends up with her, it doesn't matter. Ian says he has the paperwork, so they need to get these peeps out of the way. Chris says he wants to talk to the residents. Ron says he can talk to him instead. Donna suggests that Chris should talk to Joyce as a level head. Chris says he would be forced to arrest anyone who is in the way of the diggers and Joyce says surely you wouldn't and he agrees <laughs> back to square <laughs> one
1: <laughs> oh well
0: like, you know how I always say that I aspire to be like an old person who just like says what they want and like whatever they're using their age to like be so they know what they're doing like it's like they're mm-hmm. innocent and, like, they get away with it. And that's what I love about, like, elderly people. Yes. Like, it's just yes. so great.
1: Give me what I want and I'll give it yeah. to me now.
0: Even her being like, surely you wouldn't. And he's like, no, we no, wouldn't. you're
1: right. We wouldn't <laughs> yeah. arrest you all.
0: <laughs> okay, so Ibrahim tells everyone that if they didn't want to get arrested, they needed to move out of the way. So there are three diehard women who do not move and they... And in front of these three Catholic women, who do not move, is Bernard. So Ron hmm. grabs a chair, and he sits beside him. That's kind of cute. Oh. Joyce settles in with him, with them, assuming that the fun is about to end. But then, a taxi arrives. And it turns out, the fun has only just begun! Oh <laughs> yeah! Hey,
1: so... Elizabeth is not at the scene because she's dropping Stephen off at home. And after, she's taking the Bluntswood path to uh, Bernard's bench near the cemetery. Mm -hmm. And she's waiting for somebody. And she's also, though, surprised that Joyce hasn't made her way up the hill and she's wondering if she lacks the instinct that she thought she had after all which is interesting
0: Interesting.
1: and then bogdan appears out of the bushes she wants to ask and she says that oh i'd like to ask you a few questions and he she just launches right into it did ian tell you that he wanted tony dead you know, after the row and did he ask you to help? Oh, sorry. That's a lot of questions, but <laughs> do you get, um, you get my drift. You, you, you murder, no? <laughs> you, you murdering or not? And he bogged in is like, nope, nope, nope. Uh, nope. Didn't help. Uh, didn't help out at all. Um, but then of course, Elizabeth says to him, well, that worked out pretty nicely though for you, didn't it? Um, And then she asks if he set up Tony's security system and asks if he would have been easily been able to easily get into his house, which he responds yes and yes to, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Elizabeth says, pardon my rudeness, but if Ian wanted Tony dead and he would have asked you or sorry, if. Pardon my rudeness, but if Ian wanted Tony dead, he would have asked you, right? And he, Bogdan, says, yes, likely. Then Elizabeth asks, what would you have, What like, what would your have response to be um, to Ian? Bogdan says to kill him, like, tell Ian to kill him himself. Um, and then, of course, Elizabeth circles back. You didn't kill Tony though, right? And he says, "No, I think I would remember that." So I think she's just trying to like trip, <laughs> trip him up them. essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um and this kind of reminds her of 1968 in Poland when she's conducting an interview on trade delegation, which doesn't seem interesting. But
0: <laughs> did you look it up? I didn't. No,
1: I'm a, I like I was thinking trade and I'm like, "Oh, trading between countries?" Like, yeah. okay
0: maybe like trading between secrets
1: or like prisoners like back and forth Was the anyways
0: 1968 well is there a war going on then
1: i'm not sure maybe um and then anyways she says well anyways i'll leave you alone it was nice to meet you and by the way my name is marina and then bogdan says wait a second Marina, that's my mother's name. (laughs) Oh, Elizabeth, smart, smart woman. She says, I really shouldn't take advantage of people like this. But when you have so much personal information tattooed on your body, you're essentially just asking for it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Touche, Elizabeth.
1: And then she's wondering if Ian had the same security system as Tony and... As she's, like, wandering back down to join in the action at the bottom of the hill.
0: I skipped a little chapter, <laughs> but I'm going to say it now. It's uh, Joyce chapter. She, according to Ibrahim, um, it would have been cutting it close for Ian to get to Tony's house, but that he could have done it. Um, and that they had a lot of fun today. And Joyce is worried that they might arrest Ian and that the fun could stop. But she says, quote, let's see what tomorrow brings. And tomorrow would be Edwin and um everything happening at the cemetery. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah. now
0: you can go again. <laughs> no, okay,
1: okay. So this one's just short too. Um, Father Mackey arrives, introduces himself to the three guards standing there, those three women, um, and wondering where Bogdan is.
0: So now we've got a Joyce chapter. Bernard said he wouldn't take orders from the police and that he was staying put. Father Mackey introduces himself, but Joyce has seen him before at the meeting, so she recognizes him. And then Ian catches sight of Father Mackey, and he starts to rush over.
1: Rut roh Okay, Bogdan is digging away. He might as well start on something um, and figures that he should start at the top at the oldest graves. And he's also thinking about Marina, aka Elizabeth, hmm. while he's doing this. Um, Baby he finds.
0: Bones dig, 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 dig,
1: dig, 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 a coffin which is strange it's bones
0: he's like Uh, those cheap asses mm -hmm.
1: yes he's like they're cheap cheap. I thought they would have been intact they would have had the best of the best coffins turns out that this is not part of his plan and now he's like shit 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 what do I do because this body this body not in a casket um so he decides that he's going to fill it in and pretend that nothing has happened um because he's super uncomfortable about this um but before he does that he realizes that the coffin has not one but two skeletons one inside one outside one small one big One old in gray, yellow, you can tell it's an old skeleton, and one, like, cloud white, newer. (sighs) He's like, somebody should definitely look at this. I can't be the only one who knows about this, essentially. (laughs) But if I tell the certain people, the project will be delayed. So he needs to think about this. And he says, certainly, Ian will tell me what to do next.
0: Certainly. I gotta know, though, like, is this not grass? If somebody digs up a grave, you would see you would it, especially can tell. if it's a hella old grave. You, you would, would be like, yes. oh, there's been some digging here. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah t- they try to explain like that the ground was soft and it was like over to the side like kind of near some woods or something maybe mm. I don't know but still yes I was thinking the same thing I'm like you can tell if there's disturbed ground.
0: Mm-hmm. and like I was even thinking like oh if it was grass like maybe if someone brought like a blade and like cut the oh. grass out and like lifted it like it was sod but I feel like he would still be didn't able sound to like tell. he was
1: doing that no oh. he's like I'm gonna get a head start help these diggers no, out like I like, mean like whoever put oh. the body in there yes could
0: potentially do it but i feel like that's unless Mm -hmm. elizabeth did it that would be like an elizabeth thing
1: Mm -hmm. she's Mm -hmm. smart she would
0: think of that right true anyway so ian is happily getting out of the police car now because he they have determined that he's gonna come back tomorrow uh but he's pleased that he's made a statement today with what he's done with getting the diggers in Ian is pissed to see Father, and he shoves him, and they go down together. Domestic happening in front of the police and all of the elders.
1: A man of Chris, the cloth.
0: A man of the cloth. Chris pulls Ian away from Father and and can see Ian's veins poking out from his t-shirt, which he says is an evidence of steroid abuse, so makes sense. That story checks out. He tells him that if he doesn't want to be charged with assaulting a priest, he needs to leave now.
1: You Ian gotta tells, go. Scram. You gotta
0: go. Scram sandwich. Ian tells Chris that something, something's not right here. As he leaves, he's thinking, where is Bogdan? And that he needs to get him to tile his swimming pool. And where's Tony? Did Tony lose his phone? And at this point, I'm like, what the
1: but I had to reread that weird. I was like yeah. what's going on
0: I'm like did I skip like did something happen turns out Ian's car has been clamped he starts to cry he's upset because his dad is going to be furious because this is his dad's car and I'm like this is fucked mm-hmm. well guess what Ian dies before he hits the ground he dead <laughs> he Ian's gone dead. <laughs>
1: yeah, bye thank god well, i mean
0: mur- well yeah he had to go <laughs> but now we got two murders two mm-hmm. murders a weird body in a grave where it shouldn't be mm-hmm. and yes priest, priest,
1: four old biddies trying to solve a murder
0: mm. all right
1: now we're in part two and this is called everyone has a story to tell Ooh. and right off the bat we get a joyce chapter there's a bunch of preamble about kindness and selfishness, which I liked, but I'm not going to go into. <laughs> Essentially, Joyce is like, meh, Ian's dead. Elizabeth says that he was killed somehow, like it was a murder. And then she's like, gotta go. Now I've got two murders to solve.
0: Bye. <laughs> I must allocate my time elsewhere. All right, Donna is feeling like she owes Elizabeth as she's on the murder squad now that is investigating two murders. Turns out Ian died from fentanyl poisoning, which was a massive overdose delivered into the muscle of his upper arm. Chris tells everyone on the murder squad that they are the only ones who know about this piece of info and that they need to keep it that way. And he gives Donna the eyes. hmm He's like, he did one of those things where he's like, and we need to keep it that way. Donna.
1: <laughs> no oh, spilling the beans. Stop Donna. with
0: your crew.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Elizabeth's all like, how lovely. We were witnesses to a murder. <laughs> <laughs> Best we day gotta get ever. Yes. She's like, we got to get to work. Somebody owes me a favor. I'm on it. And of course, everybody or Ron asks, like, how do you know it was a murder? Elizabeth explains that he was overdosed with fentanyl shortly before he died. Um, Abraham notes that this means that they're all suspects as well. If we were all witnesses, Hmm. which makes Joyce super stoked. She's like, yay! It was one of us. <laughs> we're witnesses, but also we're suspects. <laughs> so then they realized that it was someone, it had to be somebody within the confines of Cooper's chase. So Liz, sorry, I've been putting down Liz mm. <laughs> instead of writing out Elizabeth. Um Elizabeth is looking through her photos because she started taking pictures when everything, like, started going haywire when the man of the cloth was assaulted.
0: She got a finger on that head of hers.
1: Ibrahim mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tells them that it would have been administered within a minute before he died. So, like, How it they wasn't... did find out about that? A chemist um, owed her a favor. Sorry. Ah, uh, I...
0: right. Yes, 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 yes. yes. yes.
1: Sorry, that's who owed her a favor at the beginning of the chapter.
0: Everybody owes Elizabeth. I want to be that person. Mm-hmm. I guess you could just gotta mm-hmm. start. I don't know. I don't actually I don't want to be that person. No, I don't like no. making people feel like they owe you. That's not really like a good yeah. way to live your no,
1: life. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so they they know that it could have been one of 70 people. So they start going through the the list and crossing off names like people who weren't there during the scene and everything like that. And they've narrowed it down to 30 people. And now we get to ask the questions, who wanted Ian dead and who gains the most?
0: Me, because I didn't want to read about that stupid fuck anymore.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then they're also wondering if it was the same killer as Tony.
0: Chris is telling his murder squad that they are going to make a list just like the Thursday murder club did. Mm -hmm. All right. They're already
1: ahead of you. Sorry. Mm
0: -hmm. Donna is sipping her murder squad tea and thinking about who could be the murderer. She could picture any of the Thursday murder crew being the killer in their own way. But then she's Mm. like, but not really. But also maybe a little bit. Turns out. Ian was not a well-loved man, and there is a shit ton of stuff for them to go through about everybody who hated him and all the stupid shenanigans that he was doing. Chris reminds the squad of everything he still needs. Uh, The road cam footage to see where Ian could have been. Where is Bobby? What do we know about this photograph and who took it? He's like, are you guys even working? What am I paying you to do?
1: Truly.
0: (laughs) We need... (laughs) We need, a, like, a scorned ex-girlfriend in here stat to find all of this data. <laughs> Who's
1: Tony's, like, side mistress?
0: Yeah, we need her in here. Okay. Um, And Donna is reminded of a hunch that she needs to check out. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Cinnamon toast so... hunch.
0: <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I just made oh my that gosh. one up. <laughs>
1: I love it. That was perfect. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed. No, I'm obsessed. That was everything. Okay. Liz is visiting Penny. Sorry. A.K.A. Elizabeth. (laughs) I think she'd hate being called Liz, to be honest. Probably, yeah. Elizabeth is filling Penny in on the scoop and tells her, here is what we know. Tony was killed by an unknown person and now Ian dies after being injected by fentanyl. And then she's wondering how hard is fentanyl to get? But John is obviously in the room, and he was a vet, as we remember. And he says that it's not easy, but it's not impossible. He suggests that somebody could have, like, robbed a chemist or a pharmacy, um, which is not likely considering they're all very old. Or perhaps it was bought on the dark web. Anybody can buy anything on the dark web so then he uh, suggests who here has a computer hey,
0: because Bernard not very was on ma- his ipad mm-hmm. but i don't even think i could operate the dark web and i'm like very computer a Ill- 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 computer literate this guy just learned how to use an ipad how is he gonna get on the dark web
1: i don't know i don't know
0: discrepancy discrepancy uh
1: uh-huh um a little sticky note so as Elizabeth is leaving she wished she could walk right out of there with Penny (laughs) that's so sad um uh though before she does leave she finds out that Ibrahim visits Penny which is shocking to her but Ron doesn't Which is also interesting. But I don't know if maybe they were that close. Maybe maybe like
0: Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe Ron's like intimidated by her because she was kind of like head murder, like head Thursday murder gal. Mm -hmm. And maybe he does have like a stake in this awful thing Mm -hmm. that's going on. And so he doesn't want to like like he just feels like he doesn't want to go near her because maybe she'll know even though she's clearly not doing well but it could just yes. be that. yes
1: mm-hmm. interesting okay maybe ron yeah oh sorry there's one sorry one more little thing um, um she then of course as she's bidding adieu she says well penny who loses if the development goes ahead which is her question fair question i think that's where she's gonna go um, and then she says, remember, Bernard, I'm sus on him.
0: That's what she says. <laughs> exactly
1: verbatim. One hundred percent old Lizzie.
0: Yes. He's like, no cap, but that clout makes me. Sus. Sus. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's
1: not on fleek anymore. It's something.
0: It's something. OK, Chris, OK, I'm done now. Sorry. Chris is wondering who killed Ian. Had the same person killed Ian and Tony? Everybody's fucking wondering this question. And if anybody should actually know the answer, it should actually be Chris. But he does not know. He wants to know about those phone calls to Tony. He's thinking about that. Perry comes in the room. Or er, into Chris's office. He's found something. He slides this over. that has got a little name on it. To Chris. And they agree. Surely this must be the killer? Question mark? Must. It's gotta be.
1: So, Bogdan, he's like, what do I do with the bones? I've seen Marina, aka old Lizzie, around. I know she'll know what to do. So he's like, ding dong, Marina, what's up? Tricked Stephen answers the door, which is surprising to Bogdan because he didn't know that she had a partner at all. Mm. Um. He says that he's here for Marina. Stephen says, oh, yes, come on in. She's probably out on an errand or at her mother's or something, which is clearly, yes, he he's is. He's
0: thinking of his first wife, maybe? yes, Yes, yeah. yes, Was her name That's... Marina, too?
1: No, it wasn't Marina. It
0: was new, but he just thinks everybody is that mm-hmm. person.
1: I think so, yeah.
0: I don't know. That would feel kind of shitty. Like, good on Elizabeth mm-hmm. for not... Internalizing that because I'd be like, first wife, really? Not Not me, what the hell? Or like, not you know, like, you know, the person right beside you
1: (laughs) taking care of you,
0: your mother, like, why your first wife? Come on, or like
1: your children
0: or something. (laughs) Yeah, so Donna figured out that it was Jason who called Tony three times that morning. How? Because he mm-hmm. gave her his unlisted private fucking phone number. And she's smart. She throw it away. Jason, you're dumb.
1: Jason, you're dumb. You're
0: dumb. And, and Chris, you're dumb. Chris kind of dumb because he was even like, oh, you got his number? And she was like, yeah, but she kept it because she knew. Turns out the car that Terry told Chris about on that little piece of paper with the name that he slipped across the table is also Jason double down
1: dun, dun, dun! that ain't says
0: good. he's going alone to see Jason and Donna says nope and he says yep and they go back and forth and Donna tells Chris that Jason is not home right now but she knows where he is and if Chris takes her then she'll tell him where he is <laughs> <laughs> la la he's not at home but i know where he is but you'll only know. know where he is if i come too <laughs>
1: turns out that jason is at an ice rink which they are very suspect about chris is like that's an that's ice sketchy. rink
0: it was like a warehouse ice rink, yeah. Yes, in a
1: weird spot between like you said, like two warehouses. And he says that if there's no business, it's always a drug front. They need something to wash the money with. Which is interesting.
0: Skating. Zoomies mm-hmm. on skates. <laughs> on a,
1: ice <laughs> ice blades on knives, <laughs> sharp knives.
0: Okay. Zoomies on sharp knives. Hockey. That should be there. The end hl's new saying nhl zoomies on sharp knives forever
1: (laughs) forever and ever amen so they go they go into the rink and jason is absolutely bambying it out on the ice he is no good truly awful
0: garbage so their
1: watch yeah even caitlin can sleep
0: (laughs) not well but i can stay
1: up yeah you can sk- you can skate and you can stop and like do things
0: skate forward yeah forward yeah. and backwards there you but go. just like this just with, like <laughs> all you
1: do is wiggle your butt
0: yeah wiggle
1: your butt okay sorry they wait for him to get off the butt the bus the ice <laughs> and <laughs> they're like oh hey buddy old pal remember us hello hello hmm. And they're like, we need to talk. They lay it all out there. They're like, here's the evidence. We caught you on camera. Where were you for 12 minutes? The phone calls. What's up with that? He's like, nah, deflect, deflect, deflect. And then he leaves. They also like threaten him with the photo, but they don't show him the photo yet. I don't think.
0: No, they just he's say.
1: like, yeah, they're like, there's also a photo of you. Like that's not good.
0: That ain't good, man. This mm-hmm. ain't this ain't looking good for you. So, mm-hmm.
1: so yeah, and so then he's like, "So tell me a little bit about that photo." And they're like, mm, "Maybe mm-hmm. not. And maybe if you tell us a little <laughs> bit more information, we'll tell you about the photo."
0: I'll show you mine if you show me yours mm-hmm. first. Let's mm-hmm. compare scars. I'll tell oh,
1: you who is worse. worse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and right now, it's Jason's. He is not looking good okay elizabeth can see that something is wrong just by the exterior of her home so she sneaks into her own freaking house all badass putting lip chap on her key so that it wouldn't make a noise which i didn't even know was a thing but now that's permanently stored in my brain for when i need mm-hmm. to be sneaky <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: she sneaks into the house and what does she find but steven and bogdan playing chess and Bogdan oh. has beat him, which is apparently a feat because Elizabeth mentioned earlier Anytime they played, Stephen always won. Mm-hmm. Bogdan asks if he can trust Elizabeth, and then he says he has something to show her at night in the cemetery. She's like, cool, I'll be there.
1: <laughs> That's like, don't explain anymore. Those are like my three favorite words.
0: Say <laughs> <Stay> no more. <laughs> my. <I'm in. laughs>
1: That's my love language. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like honestly, though, I was just—I'll be there. I just, put, I just put a big LOL because she's literally just like, "Sure, sounds good. See you at seven.
1: Goodbye. See you later. I've got to make dinner. Goodbye. Have a tea. We're with Joyce, and she's like, "Sure, Ian's dead, but Joanna's here. They're having a lovely time, and." Jo- because Joanna here and there's two murders to solve. She's like, yippee! She tried to invite Elizabeth over, though, but she's quote-unquote busy tonight, which she knows has something to do with the murders, no doubt. hmm mm-hmm.
0: All right. Bogdan and Elizabeth are on their way to the cemetery. He notes that Stephen is not well, and he saw her put something in his coffee before they left. So I wrote that down because I think that illustrates that Bogdan's got a little bit of uh, mm-hmm.
1: little something bit. on Elizabeth.
0: Yeah. Well, no, yeah. not and he's her, very he's and observant. He's yes, he's observant. That's the word. Thank you. Which I feel like works well for him because people probably look at him and think he's stupid. Not that mm-hmm. he's paying attention. Right? Mm-hmm. So maybe he'll become a little ally. Anyway, Mm -hmm. Elizabeth has her suspicions about Bernard, who is always on guard at the cemetery. She needs to speak with him. Bogdan calls Elizabeth by her real name, LOL, and he starts digging. She is wondering, what could he be digging up? Money? (laughs) He shows her the bones, and then he shows her the old bones inside the coffin, and Elizabeth take a says, look in here <laughs> yeah. and Elizabeth says she'd like to think and cover it back up she also thinks that Bogdan is the type of son she would have liked to have had that but he's cute. like what do you think was gonna be in here money and she's like yes exactly that's <laughs> exactly what that. I thought it was
1: <laughs> yeah yeah truly that's what that's what it but honestly she's probably like this is better than money yeah <laughs> yeah she's yeah like, yes,
0: yes. <laughs> bones yes I would have been a fresh body (laughs) yay
1: (laughs) hey Ron and Ibrahim are discussing who might have killed Ian they're suspect on Elizabeth because she's like not there with them and it's not like her to not be around when they're discussing their Thursday murder club stuff but then Ron suggests ranking people on a scale of one to ten, like not did it to sus or did it kind of thing. The sus factor is what I called it. They're going through people, and Mackie turns out, Father Mackie turns out being their first ten, and um, they had a
0: scuffle. he was close by. They had he touched a... the shoulder
1: exactly he was he was there touched the shoulder he's got something to like lose if the development goes forward he probably and it's
0: a lot of dying people mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. i'll just take this little fentanyl here i'll mm-hmm. just put that in my little
0: pocket up Dog here collar. Oh, no <laughs> way me. um
1: and then i love this I just had to write this down, but he's like, write it down, Ibsy. So he has a little <laughs> nickname for Abraham, which is cute. Um, he's he's wondering if the father, if Father Mackey, has buried something or someone in the cemetery, which is interesting. And then they're wondering about Bernard because he sits up there all the time and he gets agitated very easily. Um, but then Ibrahim makes a suggestion that that's where him and his wife would always sit and maybe he goes there out of habit and for looking for peace, essentially. Which then gets Ibrahim thinking about why he likes Cooper's chase so much because it's so alive and. Um, he talks about finding peace and they have like a little bit of a sweet moment. Um, but then, of course, Ron being Ron it just is just like, So, do you think that Bernard's banging Joyce or?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, Does yours still work? And Abraham's like, No. Like, and he's nah. like, Me neither.
1: <laughs> Mine neither. <laughs> Damn Bernard and his work and penis. But I would have,
0: but I would have if I could
1: have. I would have if I, I could have. <laughs> Um. So then, damn working <laughs> penis. Damn, damn it, damn Bernard and his functional phallus. Non-flash. Functional phallus. <laughs> his functional phallus. Aww. Oh dear. Um. So then, Ron rates Bernard a nine on the sus factor um and he wonders or they're talking about how he was into petrochemicals because he was some sort of engineer and then they're like "Ooh, fentanyl chemicals maybe there's a connection there um they ter- they ask about that karen playfair who lives up on the hill with her dad and they say that she's a seven asterisk aka needs further investigation um then ron asks if he, ibrahim thinks that it was one of us like the four of them ibrahim's says that ron's a seven and ron's like <laughs> no i'm a four and he's like okay fine make me a six and then ibrahim continues to mark a seven down and says that it's because of your son jason and he's kind of sketchy right now and ron gets mad and says don't bring jason into this ibrahim though calms calms ron down which was really sweet the way that their interaction was was really sweet actually but they're
0: also drinking Uh, so
1: oh yes they're yes they are Mm -hmm. um and he's like fine give me a seven but that means you're a seven too and ibrahim's like fine but give me your reasons why i'm a seven and he's like well you're too smart he just like keeps complimenting (laughs) him essentially yeah (laughs) exactly um and then he's like you're one of those guys in the movie who commits a crime the perfect crime just to get away with it and ibrahim's like yeah that's that's me but he's really (laughs) enjoying the company with ron and ron's enjoying his company and it was so sweet um but then this chapter ends on Ibrahim looking out, but I don't know if he can see her. I'm wondering if you got this as well, that, of course, the sorry, the last sentence in the this chapter is, of course, Elizabeth is too much of a pro to have her light on as she's walking down the hill. And I'm wondering I if Ibrahim
0: that as not seeing her, not, like, it was as, like Elizabeth separate. separate. Yeah. OK, that's what I thought, too. But and then I was like, well, he's
1: looking the- out is he looking out and can he see her like coming down somehow like in the dark but i don't know anyways
0: interesting yeah okay so so who you got your peepers on
1: i'm suspect on the priest
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. father
1: Mm mackie that's who i'm and then uh, elizabeth saying that she sus on on bernard makes me like Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. I definitely want to know more about Bernard. About him.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But like he takes the bus. So he wouldn't be able to drive to. That's,
1: yeah. That's my, I'm figuring it's the priest and like Bernard's supposed to be like a red herring or something. Like, mm. oh, you're, we're going to make you think it's Bernard. Tricked you. It's the priest. Mm. But I'm probably you... wrong on all fronts.
0: I mean, the priest seems obvious though, too. So True. it's like. Did you, I don't know, I don't know the answer to this question, which is why I'm asking you, but do you know if the Thursday Murder Club knows about the photo?
1: I don't think they do, no, because I figured, because they don't know anything about Jason being involved, I don't think, because that's why they took him out of the room, too. Like, I don't think that they realize that, they just think that Jason's a bit sketchy.
0: So, like... Wrong, true, because he, he got pissed at Ibrahim for bringing up Jason. So he's mm-hmm. obviously very protective of his son. Mm-hmm. Maybe, true. like, maybe, maybe, like,
1: and the Tony... evidence against Jason is pretty, pretty good for t- killing Tony mm-hmm. at least
0: mm-hmm. with the phone. But
1: Jason they... wasn't there at the whatchamacallit at the digger protest
0: no he wasn't though that
1: doesn't mean anything
0: but jason jason is hard up for cash and we know that ian had cash Mm -hmm. so that would check out but what if the priest paid jason to kill tony so that the as
1: the first stop thinking that that would be enough to
0: to make it stop, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but that seems obvious too. I don't know.
1: I'm thinking that you're right. Those bones are bobbies because I can't mm-hmm. find them anywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. And like, why else? They're gonna bring another it, thing mm, in dead this? body. Like, yeah, Got to yeah. be related, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to we'll Find out more next week.
1: I do. Sure hope so myself. Okay, read the next bit. Yeah. Okay, bye. Goodbye. See you next week. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations, or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod.